This is the Neil Evans Says Podcast. Joining us again on the podcast, uh, top class jockey Nash Rowilla. Into the straight and Zaki still in front. Think it over's coming to the stand rail. This is interesting. Zaki in front. Think it over coming down the outside fence. And they're well clear from the arrivals at the moment. I'm Thunderstruck. Mount Popper making ground. Zaki in front. Think it over. Can Nash get it home? He's coming right down the outside. Zaki in front. We like to, to uh, talk to all our guests, Nash, with uh, 60 seconds of gold, we like to call it. Six questions. You've got to give straight up honest answers. Here we go. Hang on. Uh, just warning you, uh, Nash, it might turn into 60 minutes, okay? So, <laughs> and it could be, that, could be that style of interview as well. Right, so I babble that much, do I? Right, that's good, good to know. I'll try and keep it short and sharp. Okay. Here we go. Question one, Nash. Uh, you can only hang one photo in your trophy room, one golden photo of three stars close to your chest. But who would it be if you had to make a choice? Elvstrom, Eduardo, or Think It Over? Well, look, I'm really looking forward to Think It Over coming back from his tendon injury and um, winning the Queen Elizabeth. Elizabeth on him last year was a real career-defining moment, I thought. So, yeah, I'd probably say him. Well, there you go. Think It Over wins. Think it, Yes, it was a fabulous ride, apart from the whip. Whip fine on the game after it, but uh, uh, any comment yeah. there, Nash? <laughs> See, I told you it was like 60 it's, minutes. Uh, I warned you. Thanks for bringing the memory back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, question two, Nash. Which jockey do you not want to be stuck in a broken-down lift with? Taki Take, Japanese top jockey. Oh, yes. Stand to each other. Fair enough. Now, number three, what irritates you? There's probably a few things, mate, but what irritates you the most on the track? Oh, look, I'd have to say scale. Just even 10 race cards, you've got eight rides, and just trying to manage it all day so that you still can ride 56 and a half. Just gives you a headache all day. Yeah, never ends. You've got to keep those grapes in the fridge for sure. Number four, after a big win, I might know the answer to this, but after a big win, do you celebrate that night with a cold beer, a nice wine, or just a mineral water? Yeah, probably a, a nice scotch. Nice, nice scotch. scotch? Yeah. It's funny you say that because, uh, and this is probably what the footballers are like too, but they tend to celebrate, and Joe Pride said the same, that he, he did. what did he have? He, it was definitely a... a no, it was, it a, was a gin. It was a gin, that's right, yes. Yeah, so. I love a nice red, I must admit. Mm. Question five, here we go. <laughs> Question five, two to go, Sumsy, how am I doing? Now, this is a general one, Nash. We've got the unbeaten and untouchable sprinter against the picket fence, four straight Cox plates against... Three straight Melbourne Cups for the Mighty Mayor and a weight-carrying record. But in your opinion, which one leaves the biggest legacy, Black Caviar, Winks or Maccabi Diva? Winks, I think. But when you look back at what Maccabi Diva did, it was it was through the roof. I, I'd nearly swing towards her. Mm, very interesting. Most of our uh, replies have been Winks, but... I'd go a little bit off the other side here and say Maccabi Diva. And I beat her one day in the Caulfield Cup. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I remember the race. Uh, well, that, Lee Friedman will be happy to hear that because remember that comment about find the smallest kid on the track because he'll be the one that lived long enough to see this happen again. So, And look, one of Cox's plate won the um, Anchorage, you know, so she was an amazing man. Have you ever seen a horse at the Valley 10 wide stretched across the track travelling so easily? Oh, not including yeah. wings, but travelling so easily in a Cox plate like Maccabi was? Yeah, no, amazing. She was a very good horse. I'll, I'll just put her slightly on top, although um, I'd have taken a thing away from the other two champions. Indeed. Maccabi Diva for Nashville Willow. Final one, mate, question six. Which race, and you've won plenty, of course, which race would you crawl over hot coals to win before retirement and why? Oh, um, look, the Melbourne Cup. Uh, it's eluded me a few times. I've sort of felt like I had it 
almost in my hands a couple of times. One year I was doing all the riding on uh, Ferrente. Really thought that he could win the first Melbourne Cup and unfortunately got taken off a couple of races before he, he won it. Yep, Ollie stole it in 2013, wasn't it? Correct. Yep. Yep. And look, Delta Blues, I ran second or third on him in a Caulfield Cup and just couldn't quite retain the ride. Obviously, the Japanese jockey came out and rode him, but sort of felt I was so close to retaining it and um, couldn't couldn't quite keep it. But yeah, no, I just truly hope one day I get the opportunity to win one. There's been a lot of talk, mate, about just, just in wrapping it up about, uh, you know, the workload and everything and the travel time, and it's a time-consuming game every day of the week for sure. You've got to duck down to the Valley Friday night, right, September run on the William Reed. You're back for a really big book at Rose Hill. Um, any, any little advice? I mean, managing your time... Being disciplined, obviously, is, you know, without stating the, the bleeding obvious. Is there a little, I don't know if they call it a shortcut, but a little tip there for younger riders who might be struggling to, to really sort of encompass the workload that, that comes with success and managing their time through a, a racing week? Look, I think, um, you know, you really do need a, um outlet from race. You know, what that may be, you know, varies for everyone. Uh, you know, for some it's golf, it's, I love fishing, you know, things, things like that. You, you need a, an outlet from it. And one or two days a week where you, you can sort of give yourself a few hours to go and hit a few balls or whatever or, or sit down on the beach and have a fish or get the boat out or whatever. But it's more so keeping yourself mentally fresh as well as um, physically as well, you know. And uh, as you get older, you, you sort of seem to be able to manage that better. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that, that sounds pretty good, Sumsies. Golf and, golf and fishing to, to, to balance the race riding? Yeah, you need something yeah. away from race to take your mind off it. Have you caught any pearlers with a fishing rod lately, mate? Any big ones? I caught a um, GT over Christmas for Douglas for, for a week, and yeah, that was that was pretty exciting catching. What catching is that a G? Month. Is that a GP? What is that? Uh, GT Giant Savelli. Wow. Very nice. Always interesting to hear your sort of outlook on things around the corner and maybe in, in still years to come. So thanks so much for joining us. 60 Seconds with Nash Willa. Good luck, mate, and thanks for joining us. Always a pleasure. Thanks, guys.